Go with me to Romans 125. Guys, you're going to have to open up the bulletin and do it on your own because i got too much stuff to do. Uh, if you got any cares, concerns, questions, or you want to tell me to jump in a lake, fill this card out and uh, throw it in a basket, and we'll get you involved. Romans 125 says, Because they exchanged the truth of, of, about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Keep your eyes on me up here, DeBerry. You know, I don't know. Do we got any doctors in the in the uh, place, in the whole place? You're going to be our first doctor and uh, have Bible will travel. Mark DeBerry. God bless you, buddy. So you want to debate the gospel. He's the guy to do it. He's uh, going to have a doctor's degree in uh, apologetics. That's awesome. And, I, and I, I asked him, I said, well, you're at the wrong church, I think. You know, it's... Uh, what does this mean? We're supposed to worship God instead of nature. We're supposed to worship God above politicians. We're supposed to worship God over policy. Jehovah God has to be first in our lives. And, 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 if, and if we don't, we'll end up in a situation. Ask me, say, please tell. Please tell. All right, I'm going to. They asked for DeBerry. Here you go. And after service, everybody go over to DeBerry and just go, what in the world was he talking about? And they can have another church service for you all. For the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. And if you're... If you're awake, you can just follow me along. Uh, we'll see if everybody's saying amen by the time I get done. Who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. In the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. So what it means, Keith Dennis, is they can just kind of look out there or wherever they're at. So all your friends who you're worried about in other countries, Thomas, they'll be able to understand somebody created the trees that are here, Lisa. They didn't just pop up. And I always like to, I'm not good at apologetics, but you tell me how you score me on this one. I'd like to debate with some heathens about the Big Bang Theory. I just would. Well, we're like, who made the bang? And when the two things collided in the sky, who made the things that collided and whose sky did they collide in and whose earth did they fall down to? He said A+. Plus. Can I keep preaching now? I'm about to. I'm going to tell the whole, whole story today. Uh, verse 22, claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, animals, and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up to the lust of their hearts, to impurity, to dishonoring their bodies among themselves. And as I continue to preach, it'll continue to get quiet. 
because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. And it kind of sounds like the society we're living in right now, doesn't it? We wasn't really sure what floated across the United States of America. Here's what you need to do. Hire me. We just, we just couldn't figure out how to get it down. Hire me, Lamonis. Can I keep preaching still? I'm going to. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For the women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And men likewise, up, up natural relations with women were consumed with passions for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their error. And since they did not see it fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to a debased mind to do whatever they ought, to be do, ought not to be done. Now let me tell you something. You can either worship God or you can worship what's going on out there in society today. But I told the class that was here before you guys, here's the deal. Look at your neighbor and say, it ain't working, Jack. That's it. You could, you could smear it on like peanut butter. What's going on now, what's happening right now, the way things are right now ain't working, and it ain't working in 2023 until this country gets back to the Bible and keeps waving the flag and telling the truth. The enemy will come in and run roughshod over the place. But there's one problem. There will always be a church like Have Bible Will Travel located in each city that will stand for the flag, stand for the Holy Ghost, and tell the truth regardless of who likes it. Tell your neighbor it's time to drink. Let's pray. I can keep going, but there's no sense in it now, Moss. It's been uncorked. Lord, forgive us where we felt like we could just do whatever we wanted and you'd be okay with it. Lord, what we want to do right now is ask for forgiveness in the form of repentance. Grandpa, we want to turn from our wicked and evil ways and turn towards God. We want, we want to worship God, church. We, we want to ask him to come in and baptize this place. And just let his hand be on here for each and every person. Raise your hand if you want God to baptize you. Whether you're in this sanctuary, the sanctuary, it's your house or where you're watching the broadcast uh, from sea to shining sea. He can fix all your problems. He can forgive all sin. And I believe, Father God, that no one is here by accident. They are here with a purpose. You created them for a purpose, and they have a purpose in their heart. And it's the heartbeat of Almighty God. And we give you the glory for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Applaud the Lord. Let the basket come by. <laughs> Spread a little love around. Tell your neighbor you love them. Yell at somebody right behind you anywhere. Love you.
Some of these people are pretty weird. They needed that. Psalm verse 40. You know, I, I don't know who's here, and I know you guys are all wonderful people, but uh, King David had the same issue we all had. It's, it's about waiting on the Lord, worshiping the Lord and everything. I told you we live in a microwave society. I can't believe, let me get your attention, Mrs. Chittenden. I can't believe that anything good comes out of a plastic box called microwave. Why do we microwave everything right now? Because we don't want to wait. And did you ever think you'd get to a place where you thought your microwave wasn't fast enough? That's where we're living right now. Carrie, what we want to do now is hopefully they'll invent something. We just push a button, our food will explode. And then we can get it that way, but we don't want to wait for anything. That's what King David is dealing with here. He has, he has a problem. So he, he makes up this song. He sings it to the Lord. Uh, we get the benefit of it because he's led this life. And maybe you've led a life of whatever. God allows U-turns. And today uh, can be the first day of the rest of your life. But don't, don't worry about what you did. And don't worry about how you started just make sure you have a strong ending. Um, I got to be honest with you. When I was down uh, in Republic, Missouri, I was, was preaching, and uh, the Spirit of God was in the place, and I brought a praise team with me, and, and we're going back down, and we're going to baptize some people. It's going to be a hoot nanny, I'll tell you. And we rodeo for a while and rope for a while, and then they stop, and then they say, hey, preach. And uh, it's, it's, it's one of the most wonderful things to, to get into the Word of God, whether I'm here, I'm at North, I'm at Republic, or wherever. If I'm preaching to my kids, it's, it is, a, say it with me, class, it's a high honor to preach the Word of God. I waited patiently for the Lord, Psalm 40, verse 1. He inclined to me, and he heard my cry. Let's drop back to uh, Psalm 37 and, and, and talk about waiting on the Lord. 37, uh, verse 7 through 9. Be still and be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourselves over the one who prospers in his way, over man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger. Well, I'll tell you what, there's nothing funner than getting mad. We almost, we almost. We almost feel entitled to get mad. Um, and I played Billy Graham at the end of the service, and I'll do it again. So when you get mad at me, you can also get mad at Billy Graham because we're preaching the same thing today. Amen. Repentance. Uh, when we left Troy last night, the service, my daughter goes, man, I need to listen to Billy Graham more. So truthful and so, uh, and I don't even, I won't even use the word elegant, but just straight to the point. Uh, uh, refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourselves, it tends only to evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. Amen. Those who wait for the Lord will inherit the land. What does the land mean? It's not just the physical place of promised land. It's all the blessings that come from being obedient to the Lord. 
Watch this. He blesses obedience and can't bless disobedience. And then we all get home and we go, man, I hope God's going to bless me. He can't bless you unless you're walking the way he wants you to walk. And, and, and I'll, I'll uncork that here as we continue to move along to make sure it's biblical in what I'm saying. Uh, he drew me up. I'm in 40, verse 2 in Psalm. Uh, from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog. Underline these th- three things in your Bible. They'll, they'll come back and speak to you. Out of the miry bog, I set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Say secure. secure. Before you was born again, everywhere you stepped, felt like you was stepping in doo-doo. Everywhere you went, it was all, watch this, it was always a problem, it was always deep, it was always mushy, it was always nasty, it was always wrong, and it was never right. But when you got born again, God shored up a place for you to step, and you were stepping on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, the rock of the world, who was seated at the right hand of the Father, and I got a secure place when I die one day, amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I didn't move the podium in the other services, so you should feel blessed that I did that. That was my aerobics for the day. Blessed is the... uh, Verse 3, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn proud into those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. Let's think about the thoughts that God has towards us. When he was on the cross, you were on his mind. Every day he's thinking about, he says he, he's concerned about the sparrows. He's concerned about the birds of the air. He's concerned about your cats and your dogs, thank God, so you don't have to worry about them when you're at church. Amen? I mean, some of you are like, man, I need to let that dog out when I get home. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how we've allowed animals to start running our lives? So he's thinking about your animals, how much more... Is he thinking about you? Every thought is on you. Every thought is where you go. Every thought is what you say. Every thought is how you raise your family. Every thought, all that stuff. Uh, And God's thinking about you today. And you know what he's thinking about? He's thinking about if you're going to leave your old wretched life and come to him today. And if you've already done that, he's going to ask you today to rededicate or recommit your life to him so that you'll be on fire for him like never before. Because 2023 is not just the year of the church, it's the year of you and God. So uh, none can compare with you, I will proclaim and tell them, yet they are more than can be told. Verse 8, this is the big one, hopefully you got it underlined or asterisked or something here. It says, in sacrifice and offerings you have not delighted, but you have given an open ear. Burnt offerings and sin offerings uh, you have not required. So, wow, that sounds kind of weird that he would say that, uh, Pastor Jay, in the middle of the Old Testament. What are you talking about? He's always required a blood sacrifice for sin. 
And, 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 and sin can't be atoned for without shedding of blood. So back then in the Old Testament, the animal's blood covered the sin until Jesus came so the sin could be removed out of your life that would be counted against you. So you go, man, well, living in the Old Testament must have been really, really tough because every time they sinned, and then there was the year of the atonement where the high priest would go and all this kind of stuff. That's a, it, was, it was quite the deal. So I was thinking about this, and I pondered this, and I shared it with my pastors and the, and the deacons. I said, you know what? If you think about it, close your eyes and think about it, is that what God really wanted from his people to be constantly consumed with bringing animals to the temple for a sacrifice? No, I don't think so at all. What he really wanted from you and I is obedience. Whoa, whoa, hold on now, it's quiet. What God really, what God really wants is he wished you would never have to uh, use his son's blood. But you know it has to happen that way because we know we're all sinners. So I thought about this. I said, so what happens, spiritually speaking, every time we habitually and intentionally and willfully sin? We put Jesus back on the cross. Oh, hold on. We're, we're do, watch it. We're doing this in the name of 2023. Wait, this is a, you can, Grandpa, you, right in 2023, you can live however you want. Wapish! Back to the cross. Crown of thorns on his head. Beaten unman like his beard plucked out. Wapish! Cat of nine tails across his back so you can live how you want. I'm just going to live how I, this is a new society. This is the, what they call it, it's the woke society. We're going to do whatever we want. We're going to live how we want. bam Back to the cross. Here's the deal. You go woke, you go broke, spiritually speaking. Oh, I'm not going to get any applause for that. What? Bam! Crown of thorns on his head. So we can live however we want. Listen to me very closely. Scotty, if it was your son you would run all over in every church. And go, don't do that. My son paid the price. You'd be knocking on every casino hotel door and go, don't do that in there. I sent my son to die for that. Don't act like that. Don't talk like that. Don't smoke that. Don't drink that. That was my son that died for you. Ah, Just live however you want. You want me to tell you something? It still ain't working. The only thing that can remove the sin that's going to be counted against you is Jesus Christ. And all he's asking for today is obedience. So just remember that anytime society tells you, Jeffries, we're just going to go out there and live however we want. Or they're going to tell you it's all right that we don't stand for the flag. Or it's all right that we do this. Here's the deal. Just because it's your right doesn't mean it's correct. I'm going to keep preaching until I speak to the church. Guys, here's the deal. What's going on out in society right now ain't working at all. As a matter of fact, it's growing, it's growing worse. And I don't mean to alarm you, but I believe it can all be turned around from people like you and those who are out there in society. Amen. 
Verse 8, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not rest- I just, my heart breaks for this nation. I got to be real honest with you today, church. I, I, I'm up to here with the whole thing. This, this church has got to grow in the influence and the footprint of this church and churches like it all over the land have to grow so we can change society. Amen. And they're stinking thinking. Because I can, I can preach up here till I'm blue in the face, but until you take this message out to a lost and dying world, it's going to stay just like it is. Um, I'm going to move straight to 17 because there's a few things I want to bring in. Uh, as a matter of fact, if we can get that, that video queued up, I'm just going to stay here. If we can get this, I want you to rise with me and then I'll, I'll end with this. And you, I got, I got one more verse I want to share with you, but I want to show you this, this Billy Graham video. It's fitting for right now. And you just listen to what he's saying and, and, uh, and, and you'll hear and, and know that it's, it's obviously something that needs to be heard today. So go ahead. And if there is no evidence of a change in your life, then you better check up to see whether you're really a Christian or not. Because if your life hasn't been changed, if you're not bearing the fruit that God gives you when you come to Christ, then you better start doubting whether you really met Christ or not. Because the child of God, a change has taken place. Jesus said, by their fruits shall ye know them. By their fruits. What are the fruits? The fruits of the Spirit are love and joy and peace and long-suffering and all the others. Are you living the Christian life? Have you given yourself to Jesus Christ? Do you know that you've had this encounter with Him and has a change taken place in the way you live and in your attitude? If not, you may not be a Christian. You may be living in a fool's paradise. You may think that you're a Christian, but you're not, because a Christian is a person that has received Christ and a change has taken place in the way he lives. You know why that's so refreshing? Because it's so true. And, and if you look back, what is he, 30 years old there or whatever, that was, that was 60 years ago when he said that. And, and, and watch this class. He thought the world was going to hell back then. <laughs> Flew all over the country, all over the world, 66 countries, millions of people, counseled presidents and this, that, and the other, and was still shouting the same message week after week, day after day, and it's still true here today in 2023. Amen. And uh, there's a lot of great preachers out there, and obviously Billy's one of them. So let me bring in the last verse, and then we're going to... We're going to go into... uh, After this, we're going to go into Kelly's two-minute testimony, and then we're going to do the Lord's Supper. I just want all this to be prevalent to what I'm preaching on today. As for me, uh, chapter 40, verse 17, as for me, I am poor and needy. At the end of his pleading, 
He kind of sounds like his son after he writes Ecclesiastes. Fear God, keep his commandments. His daddy's saying today, I am poor and needy. Now, he's the king. King David has everything. His son had everything his eyes was laid on. Had way more than anybody in this church. Way more money. Way more prestige. Way more certificates. Way more authority. If they had Facebook back then, he'd have more likes than anybody. The Twitter account would be full. And here's what he says. He reduces himself to, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought of me. You are my help and my deliverer. What does he say, class? Do not delay, oh my God. So I'll, I'll let, we're going to play a little music and I'm going to do a little preaching and then we'll get to that two-minute testimony. Do not delay, oh my God. Do not delay, oh my God. So I don't know where you're at today or what you thought was going to happen in church today, but what I believe and still believe right now is there's going to be a revival here in this church. It's going to happen today. It's going to happen today. We're going to all get in agreement. I'm going to ask Jackie to drop the house lights down. And I want you to listen to this. I don't know who you've been worshiping. It's, it's easy to get to distracted and let something else become your God. And for the most part, a lot of times in this day and age, it's hysteria. We, we get, our God becomes our TV or our, or our phone or our electronic device. That's where we get our thrills. That's where we get our information. And that's where we spend most of our time. My daughter was telling me that some college kids may be on the phone from like, Six hours to eight hours a day. It's hard for me to stay on that thing six minutes. And we're wondering why our anxiety levels are so high and why we have such dysphoria and such anxiety. And again, there's nothing wrong with media. We're out there on media right now. We're out there broadcasting but we're doing it for the glory of God. So here's what I'm going to ask you today. Who is your God? Who's your God? Who is your God? Who? Is it Jehovah God, the God of the Bible? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? If it is, you, don't have a, you shouldn't have a problem displaying Christ-like behavior when you leave the building. It shouldn't even be an issue for you. You, you should be able to walk out and go, I'm a Christian, so what? Amen? I go to church on Sunday, so what? I love Jesus, so what? Do you remember the day that you walked into the church and you gave your life to Jesus Christ or you went into that Bible study or you was, uh, or you was in the... In the jail cell when, when a preacher man came and spoke to you. Or maybe it was after somebody pulled you out of a car that went end over end. Tumbled, just kept going, kept going and going. And they finally drug your lifeless body out. You go, oh man, I, well, I made that. You didn't make that. God, watch this class. God spared you. 
because he knew if you were to die in that situation, you'd blown the gates of hell wide open. Nobody survives stuff like that. So here's what we're going to do about it today. Here's what I'm going to do first. I want believers that want to pray somebody into heaven to meet me right here, right now. And I want you to join hands with me on this prayer. Just, just the people who believe in the power of prayer and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Join hands right now, even with somebody right there. Just, I just want you to believe with me. And we're going to pray somebody right into heaven. And the devil will be madder than a wet hen when I get done with this. Watch this, Lucky. Somebody's got to start talking to the Lord here. So, Father God, we're all gathered here covered under the blood. Your son, Jesus' blood, and we don't take that lightly. You brought a whole house full of people here today in your house. It's, it's, a, it's a nice house. It's a comfortable house. Lord, it's a house where families have been put back together. It's where people have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. They've been baptized in the tank. It's a house where there's peace and sanctification and harmony. It's a house that is fun. It's a house that's built on level ground. The cross at the foot of Calvary where, where the ground is level for all people regardless of color, religion, or backgrounds. Everybody. It's a good house. So I want you to uh, agree with me and join with me. So Lord, today, we won't pray for that one one, one non-believer that ain't saved. We're going to join. We're going to join up. And we're going to pray for that person. Be praying for him right now because I'm going to ask him a question. All right, dear friend. Can you remember a day when you walked into church and gave your life to Jesus? Do you remember the day in Sunday school or the car wreck or the jail cell or the side of the road you were in? A, maybe you was in a pickup truck or on a motorcycle. You parked it on the side of the road and you said, I finally if came in touch with your glory. You could be driving down the highway on your motorcycle and see the sun setting back yonder. And you have to know that there's an almighty God that created that sun. You can't deny it. And what you need to do right now is say, I want that God to come into my life. Just raise your hand right where you are. Say, I accept it. I, I have, I've just run into this church today and I run right into God. And I want that God that's in charge of the sun, moon, and the stars to come into my heart and baptize me with his love. That's a powerful God right there. I want him on my side. I like to partner with that God. Well, church, let me tell you something. I did that 24 years ago. And he's never let me down yet. And he never will. And he won't let you down. He's there for the taking. And then, and then after you got your hand raised for, for that kind of God, just say, and God, I want you to come into my heart, and then I want you to help me live for you. I want to learn how to live for you. I want to, I want to get around people that live for Jesus and talk about Jesus and read about Jesus and, and go to church for Jesus. 
And now I call myself a born-again believer by the blood of the Lamb. And then here's the prayer for the saints. Oh, Lord. It's a prayer of repentance. Oh, we could all do it today, couldn't we? Because some of us had a week, boy, where we was just, our tongue was a-going. It was wagging. It was talking about people in the church and talking about the preacher and talking about this and talking about that. We burn the devil by the blood of the Lamb. And we talk not about his church in any other way than glorifying him or his people or our family or our spouse or our children or our grandchildren or our neighbor and ask for forgiveness. So, Lord God, as we get ready for the Lord's table today, that we can come to the throne room with clean hands and a pure heart. And we give God all the glory today for what he has done. In Jesus' name, his people said amen.